Welcome to You're Grounded. I think language, communication, and translating thoughts to one another through our own perceived experiences is one of our greatest gifts and tools as human beings. Join us every episode and eavesdrop on what we're connecting on, and hopefully our chats can inspire you and your friends' conversations, and at the very least, make you feel more grounded. I'm so grateful to share this conversation with you. a trip in our favorite <laughs> rocket ship. <laughs> I'm literally like, you know, this is already too exciting. I'm obsessed with you. I'm literally obsessed with you. From the moment. From the moment our eyes locked, it was a done deal. Literally. Oh my God, you guys, the romance that's already ensuing on this episode. I can't even look at you. I can't even, like, we are recording face to face with the love that I feel staring at this man. I am so obsessed with you. This is Kale, everybody. Welcome, Kale. Thank you. Thank ah. you. I'm excited to be here. Oh. Not only as a fan of the podcast, but also as just like a friend. Yes. And to be here for someone who I truly care about and love oh. about. I'm just excited. I'm ready oh to get into God. the conversation. I need some advice on oh. multiple things. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I know you got the words in the gym, so I'm ready. Oh, Kale, just coming in so hot. I'm literally like the <laughs> affirmations. I'm literally like, I don't know if I'm worthy of giving you my advice, but oh, we're going to dive you in. definitely are. We're going to dive in. <laughs> I'm like, thank you. I'm about to dive in. And then it's Trey songs. <laughs> to the emotional pool. <laughs> Tears come yeah, out. it's like it's the play. Are we crying from laughing or crying from crying? Both, both, yes. both, and or. Yes. Um, Kale and I met in 2019, so not that long ago. 17. Was it 19 or 18? 19. Okay. Yes. Dang. But it feels like hello pre-pandemic, right. a whole another world, a whole another uh, lifetime. Yeah. And this, if this, if Kale and mine's friendship does not identify who we both are as people, I don't know how to describe <laughs> it. So let's set the scene. Yes. <laughs> Rolling loud. Miami, yes. 2019. A lot to unpack already there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Lots, actually. <laughs> Music festival, okay, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Hip hop, okay, makes sense. Yep. Miami, a vibe. Yes. And we were both, it's it's annoying, but it's part of painting the picture. We were both in VIP. Yep. So what I mean by that solely is there was no one in VIP really like it was we uh, we are now known as going we were both first timers to that event if I'm not mistaken it was my second time but it was my first time doing VIP yes okay but yeah no one goes to VIP at least in 2019 (laughs) very empty yes so needless to say like we're the way the reason we met was we were both in that area I had come to the festival with my best friend, Sam, who just left. And we're all in here in, in New York together, which is so amazing. Um, but you had been waiting for your friend to come back to the area. So my friends, they're the type of people at festivals that love to like, they're going to maneuver their way to the front. Mm-hmm. And those of you who are listening, <laughs> I'm a very large man in the 300 Club. We love I, I just don't. 
you know, I'm a very self-aware. I don't like maneuvering through crowds, it's pushing and shoving. It. It's just not that deep to me. It's Listen. hot. I get to a reasonable spot where I can see the act and I'm good. That's all and, I need. <laughs> like, I like to be in like the medium low. If yes, we're if we're timing exactly. if we're timing this the crowd, it's like, okay, like high is like high, compact, crowded in the very mm-hmm. front. Medium is like we're midway, we're not in the back, but we're not in the front. Yep. And then low being in the very back. I'm exactly. like, I don't want to be I want to be in the action, but yeah. I also want a five foot radius around me at exactly. all times. <laughs> I want to feel the vibes. I also want to feel some But space. I don't want to feel like... people. <laughs> exactly. Can't do it. Can't do it. So they had gone on their own adventure, yeah. choose their own adventure into the so crowd. So they were all going in there. And I was like, honestly, mm-hmm. it had already, I don't remember what day it was, but we had already had at least a day of the festival. Yeah. And I had been doing it. I'm like, honestly. I've done enough. I'm going to go walk. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to go enough. eat my Cubano exactly, in the back. Exactly. That's Let me, me see what the food talking yes. about. Let me walk around. Meanwhile, <laughs> we bump into each other in the VIP section. Kale is on his lonesome. I'm with Sam. We have a four loco in one hand and our phones in the other. Because yeah. what are we trying to do? Get the content, of exactly. course. Hello. <laughs> so why else, also, why are we... <laughs> Things have not changed. Prelude, cutting through the story, but we also stayed at the same Coachella house this year. So we did. nothing has literally changed. Um, but what we were doing there in VIP was just trying to take pictures. And Kale was like, oh my God, I'll take your guys' picture. And I was, was like... Y'all, y'all was eating it oh, up. I saw them God. eating it up. And I saw the potential because you were taking pictures of each other. I'm like, no. The artistry. Double. We need the, both. You the need little a actual right creative content director <laughs> role that you immediately swept into and just came in charge. And I was like, this is the energy of strangers that I like. You're <laughs> eager to help and hilarious and so warm and welcoming. You are literally, you can hear even in your voice, I'm sure. But people who don't know, you're like the warmest, kindest, oh, jolliest, genuine compassionate person I know like you are just such a sweetie and I I always try to describe you to people and I'm like he's just the sweetest person like sweetest is is such a average adjective but I'm like that is you you're the definition of sweet like you are the most above average person but I have need better adjectives to describe (laughs) you honestly I just feel like I feed off of the energy for my friends and the people that I stay around. And they honestly keep me in this mindset of like positivity and just like being nice and like paying things forward in that way. Like, I think that's a product of the people I'm around. Yes, 100%. (laughs) No. And you add so much to the collective energy of the room and the people you're around and just the world as a whole the universe as a whole by being yourself and you just spread so much joy and like you're also a realist and I love that about you like your your joy and kindness is so authentic because it's not all the time you're human you know Mm -hmm. what I mean but I also love that when I'm with you we are so uninhibited and we're so ourselves yeah. and we're so jokey. And I just know when I'm with you, I'm going to be laughing so much. Yeah. And we knew that from the moment we met. Exactly. Yes. And I, honestly, I think that's a testament to like your energy. Because I wouldn't say that like I would normally walk up to strangers and <laughs> begin a conversation. That's <laughs> like not my MO. <laughs> it's not my MO. The truth I honestly is feel like. <laughs> oh my God. It's like I will. Yeah. I do have like, you know, I feel like talk myself up to doing things like that. It's either right. like it's natural and I'm doing it. Or, or I'm like, okay, I have to go talk to this person. <laughs> like, psych myself up for exactly. this. Exactly. I didn't even think about it. I no. saw you and I was like, wait. Immediately. Why am I Immediately, I'm getting pulled yes. over here? Like, <laughs> a, little, a little shimmy over. I was like, the universe is saying, wait. Is doing stop. something. <laughs> Turn 
go over there. <laughs> oh my god, your accent came out right there, and I'm obsessed. Speaking of, so you're uh, a New York, New Jersey local? I'm trying to remember. Uh, I'm from Chicago. That's right. But East Coast I, boy. I've been in Brooklyn for five years now. Yes. Love it. Oh god, I love that. I was like, that accent, just letting it out. <laughs> I'm like, I love an accent. <laughs> um, but yeah, we like immediately just met each other. So back to that story in Miami, we met each other, and then I was like, you were so cool, like, blah, 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 let's add each other on Instagram, blah, 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 you know uh-huh. how that is. Yep. And I genuinely loved you, but you oh, never yeah. know when you meet someone in those circumstances, exactly. or at a party, or at a bar, if you'll ever really see them again. Exactly. I was like, I would love to, but don't mm-hmm. know if that's really going to happen. Right, what's in the cards? What is in the cards? <laughs> well, the pandemic We happens. have a plan, and the universe has a plan, right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but so the pandemic happened but my first trip like not post covid but when it was like acceptable to travel again Mm -hmm. was obviously that's different for everybody but i traveled for memorial day of 2021 yeah i feel like that's when things were like yeah we had a vaccine at that point exactly and a little bit um like over a year ago from mm-hmm. now. Yeah. So I came back out to visit one of my best friends, Jackie, who's also been on the podcast, as some of you know. But she lives in New York. And so I was like, I'm going to come out. And then I was like, I need to hit up Kale. Like, he, I still, like, <laughs> miss that person that I met that one time and now just hype up and gas up on Instagram. <laughs> so we met up again. Yeah. It, uh, literally like, two years on the dot, basically, later. Mm-hmm. Memorial yep. Day 2021 since um, Rolling Loud. And... The ways that I fell so much more in love with you that day. <laughs> again, our friendship, it's like those people you never think you're going to see again. And then, of course, I was like, oh, maybe he'll like come grab a drink with us. Like, keep it light. Uh-huh, no, yep. you fully spent a full 12 hours with full us. Full day, yes. Fully toured us around the city. You were like, we're going here for dinner. We're doing this at night. We're going here for drinks. Like, I was like picking my job off the floor of like who is this hospitable man and why is he exceeding my expectations of what i even greatly remembered from our first interaction yeah, like yeah. you just blew me away and that's the type of person you are you're just like oh. i want to show you show you a good time yes. oh yeah you know I love oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> like the amount of love like what just we share the food being number one yes number one oh. love to eat and that's why i was like i gotta take them around we gotta get a good meal yeah to get some good drinks like good job they have a good time i feel so cared for in your presence literally and i like to take care of my people i'm yes. a nurturer yes you are exactly like i said sweetest person i know but you are a chef by hobby yes. maybe by trade you know you have the corporate bit. world uh-huh. but kale also like talk about like i need to keep being around you for more than one reason but you love to cook yes and you love to host multi-course meal parties yes i'm a bit od and it's and it's glorious never change but i'm literally like the fact that i get to experience this with you in the near future makes me so elated because we've had so many fun times every time we're together but it's never been an environment where you can cook for me we Mm -hmm. always are going out somewhere or in another city i mean we take over new york we take over miami we take over coachella exactly we've gone everywhere and i can't wait for the places we'll go in the future too but so tell everybody like what's about to happen in your life like i'm so they need to know i'm like they know how we met and how amazing you are but what is like you just came in i just came into town and we're catching up so what is going to be happening yeah so i'm very much like i feel like i've been in a transitional period in my life for like honestly since the pandemic began up until now and i Mm -hmm. feel like i'm nearing the end of it um and i guess a few things have happened in between that time but as of most recently I got out of a relationship with someone who 
I still love very deeply. Yes. Um, and who loves me very deeply. Um, but because of differences, we decided to uh, go on separate ways. Yeah. Um, Which let's just all talk about how that's not an easy thing to deal with whatsoever, no. even if it is civil, even if it is yeah. uh, mutual. Yes. Yeah. And then that was the thing, too. It's like we took the time to, okay, we've been together for, you know, we've known each other for at least two and a half years at this point. Right. We would have been in a committed relationship for two months, uh, for two years that month. Right. Um, and we were like, okay, we deserve to, instead of making like a ra- like a fast decision right now, to give each other like the space to like process our feelings yeah. and like, let's just go on a break, even yeah. though like we know what we have to do, but like, let's actually like devote the time yeah. into this um, that we both, you know, deserve because it's not like I hate you. No. And it was also interesting because at the time that we ended the relationship was also when the relationship was at its best. Mm, tell me more about that. Yeah. So, you know, we met right before the pandemic started. Um, so we went on our first date at the end of January 2020. Okay. Had five really amazing dates. Yeah. When it started off like, hey, let's meet up for drinks at 7 o'clock. Right. And then that turns into now we're out till 5 a.m. Yeah. And that just happened like consecutively. Yeah, yeah. Like you're like, this is going well. Like, yes. this is really dope. This is really good. <laughs> yeah. So that happened like consecutively weekend after weekend after weekend um, all throughout February. And then um, late February, I went on a trip to Europe with one of my homies. It was a great yes. time. And literally, like, when we came back in March. The world shut. The world was like. <laughs> Not <Stop>. today. <laughs> Sir. Um, and then everything, you know, changed for yeah. everyone at that moment. Yeah. Um, and I'm grateful that I was able to go through the pandemic without any health issues and that my family was stayed safe and things Very like blessed. that. But yeah. I think even for, you know those of us who did stay healthy during those times, like it was still very trying for multiple, a multitude oh. of reasons. There's all sorts of traumas, not just the obvious ones that exactly. the hand of the pandemic had in the role. It, was, exactly. it wasn't it was just a just sickness, it was all the other mental sickness, to be exactly. honest, about everything everyone was going through and all the change in collective energy being so low and right. tied up and constrained. It's yeah. so surreal. Yes, exactly. yes. But in oh. that time, you were also still flourishing this relationship yeah so yeah. we were still flourishing it and it was interesting too because when we went on our first date we were both like yeah i'm not really in a place to be in a relationship <laughs> classic start literally classic start so it was just like super easy no pressure we're going with the flow like and i'm like that's the best way to get to know someone yes. in your future itself because there's no pressure yeah um all that to say we continued to talk and then the pandemic hit um and one of his roommates was immunocompromised so like no one was leaving anywhere in the first place, but like right. we definitely were not right. seeing each other at all during this time. Totally. Um, but we still like did like Zoom dates yeah. and talked all the time, and like we started a book club. We were like reading a book together and we like check in, you know, doing things like that. Um, and then eventually, as the months passed, somewhere around, um, he said April, but in my <laughs> mind, it wasn't official till July. But anyway. <laughs> the discrepancies. He's like my boyfriend. I'm like. Ooh. You're claiming me? I was like, I would have, yeah, I've been signed up, but also <laughs> had no idea. <laughs> been down, but now. who knew? Well, well, okay. I'm I was screaming. like, all right, turn up. Yes. <laughs> like, well, I'm cuffed. Okay, got right. it. Got it, got boom, it, got boom. it. <laughs> um, so all that to say, um, we, you know, we had this relationship that at this point was mostly virtual up yeah. until this time. Um, and then numbers were starting to go down in like, 
late July. Like we had yeah. been in it for a minute, and we're like, okay, we're finally in a place where like, we can see each other. He was yes. living alone. Um, like the the build up to this, literally. I was not in this situation, so I know that there's many people in your shoes. Yeah, not to designify your situation, no, yeah. but there was a but lot seriously. of people that had similar stories, parallel stories, and mm-hmm. I can't even imagine the build up. Slash, it's already just scary to me in person yeah. as it is, and you had met in person before, so at least it wasn't that scenario yeah. where you never even met. Uh-huh. But to but after know, all revisit this time, that, exactly, yeah. for someone who's still very like new and fresh in your life, right, right. Um, but honestly, it, when I think back to it, I just feel like excitement, yeah, and like wanting to spend you know time yes. with this person like and do all these things, yeah, yeah. And it was like you know really good. So <clears throat> we drove out somewhere and got an Airbnb and just like spent a long weekend and had a really good time. All those sorts of things. Then yeah. you know the world started to open up a little bit more and more. It was on distance at a point. Yeah. Um, but we fostered this relationship through the pandemic, um, which wasn't easy. No. To like build a foundation with someone in a mostly long distance and virtual right. space, you know? Um, so then, you know, we have like residual feelings from those areas where like you're not really spending the day to day with someone right. so they can Living really experience them. you like mm-hmm. how you are day to day. Mostly you're like binging and purging each other. Totally. Totally. So, um, you know, we, we worked on a lot and what I really did appreciate that with that relationship is that we always had an open line of communication. Mm-hmm. Um, and no one ever felt, you know, um, attacked when we yeah. would bring up things that were bothering us. It was very much like a, hey, are you feeling away? Like, let's talk about that because I don't so want you to feel like that. Mature. <laughs> and it's so mature and so confident and so non-ego driven yeah. to be able to accept the criticism, hear it. Mm-hmm. And criticism is a broad word, but you know, it, yeah, hear feedback. just disagreements, feedback, whatever mm-hmm. the situation was. Yeah. But uncomfortable conversations are something that are so important and people avoid for their whole lifetimes, let alone a couple Mm -hmm. days before they actually want to have the courage to bring it up or, you know, you can get to that point of trust with somebody to be able to talk about anything under the sun. But innately human, we've all had these life experiences that if something we brought something up that it maybe had a negative response, Mm -hmm. our bodies and brains are just going to protect us from ever going down that path again. So that's what makes it challenging is so much easier to say on paper, like, Oh, if something bothers you, just say something, Mm -hmm. you know, but so that's incredible that you guys have built that level of trust. And also like the nuance that comes with like, I'm saying this out loud and you can receive it, it. but like it can change the way that like you see me, you see this relationship, you see yourself. So it's it's like the aftermath of saying it's like getting out and saying it was like, what does this now mean? Yeah. You know? So how did that turn into that open level communication to where you were right before you guys kind of like took the break or called it off? What's the timeline of like, it was going, so it was going well, but I also think that because we didn't know each, we didn't experience each other. Um, in person that often that like you know it, it was late in the game when we realized okay we kind of want different things right but at this point I love you so right like <laughs> my emotions like, soul and life is invested exactly yeah um, so then at a certain point we got to a place where um we were doing whatever we could to make it work. Yeah. Which I, you know, is one of the things I really loved about the relationship because it was somebody who was willing to work with you and like yeah. find paths forward and yeah. to try new things, even though they're like, you know, I'm giving love this way and like you don't even receive it that way. So you're not receiving it. You're right. giving love this way. And it's like, I don't even know that that's love because like that's not how I give yes. it. So you really had to open up your mind to like to make look those pieces match. Yeah. yeah. And to really look yeah. at this person and like, study like who they are and how they are and like 
noticing when they're being intentional about things and intentional about the ways they show love to you. Yeah. And I think because it was so love driven that it lasted as long as it yes. did. Because, you know, we are kind of very different where like, you know, when we think future wise, like the things that we want. Mm-hmm. Um all that to say, um, after a while, because it was driven by so love and we were making so many compromises to make the relationship work, it began to feel to feel heavy. Mm. Um, and the pressures of like doing this and that to please the other person was, at least for me, um, forcing me to grow resentment for someone that A, I didn't think deserved that resentment, um, and B, someone who I didn't want to feel that way towards. Towards at all. Yeah, it's like, like you're an amazing person in my life and I don't even want to have this, I don't want to have this energy towards anyone, let alone somebody who like, you're my number one. Like, yes. <laughs> like you're the pinnacle of person like, who I, I want to love and I want to, like, you know, support and fill with love. And, like, yes. if I'm subconsciously giving you anything other than that. I don't like that. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't it, like it, the way it, that sits. It, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you don't want to resent. I mean, you don't, you're not someone who ever, like, vibrates at a resentful space in general. No, no. So the, se- the second you feel like a twinge of that, you're like, I need to maneuver, mm-hmm. readjust, because that's not a place that you like to live. Like, for yeah. someone who normalizes resentment towards people in their life and feels forced to have relationships with people that hone and foster mm-hmm. resentment, yeah. that might not be as strong of an intuition. But because that's not somewhere you operate and you're very in touch and in tune with that, yeah. especially not wanting to project it. That's the most exactly. powerful part. Because exactly. I think this is what makes you special is, like, you can feel resentment, but your biggest fear was putting it on someone else, not you mm-hmm. feeling it exactly so that takes so much maturity and just good-hearted energy to not want to project your resentment onto someone else yeah. but you catch it exactly. and that's what makes you different is it you catch it instead like, of just letting you act upon it right and it wasn't that like my feelings weren't valid or not that, at all you know, People are gonna have... always annoy you and make you feel resentful, exactly, no matter how exactly, much you love them. That exactly. can still that can still occur. Yes. But it still is my responsibility to be in charge of the way I treat Respond, people and like yeah. the energy that I give out to someone, um, oh, to anybody. I love that. Like, yes, <laughs> it's it's so important true. for you to like check yourself and be like, hey, we all have emotions that make us do crazy stuff, but you know, but being in charge of those, being in charge Owning of those, those and being like self-aware enough to know that like, this is also a person with feelings and emotions. And if yes. I say something wrong, now they're going to carry resentment for me. Yes. And it's now a it's domino all, effect. Exactly. It's like, no, let's stop this shit now. You get it. <laughs> you get it. Literally, you get it. Oh, that's exactly that. Exactly. Exactly, exactly. that. Is, like, and then what's the point of even having relationships if those are the kind of like, you know, cyclical the kind of, yeah. the energies that you're bringing to each other. And mm-hmm. that's quote unquote toxic relationship, toxicity yeah, of like exactly. resentment to then rebuilding trust to then I know I can make them hate me and still they'll come back. It's like, no, that's like, not I don't it. Make you hate me. I want I'm you to like grow me that. on a slope. Like, love me on a slope. We're going up. <laughs> Why did I just like... have that picture in my mind that no one's going to relate to but that game on The Price is Right where the little yellow man is climbing, <laughs> is climbing the ladder. Like that. <laughs> that is the love I want. We're going up the Matterhorn right. and we're never falling down. <laughs> oh my God, that energy. Just climbing the little steps one at a time. Right. Um, such a specific example. My brain is so weird in that way. But I love it. Oh, okay. So things where you realize that resentment and is that like, is that where you took the break or is that like where you are right now with like completing and ending the the relationship as a Um, whole? At a certain point, we just, I brought the conversation up. I'm like, Hey, you know, I'm feeling the way and I'm not really sure why. And this is kind of, you know, this is the kind of 
communication style that we had yeah. in general. But, you know, I'm like, hey, I'm feeling away. I definitely want to talk about it um, to get to the bottom of it. I don't want to, like, at this point, I'm like, I don't want to end the relationship because, like, kind of like how you mentioned, like, it was, like, shattering the foundation of life yeah. that I knew. So when like, Kale mentioned me before we started <laughs> recording, I was like, even though you feel all this catalyst of excitement of all the change that you're about to experience in your mm-hmm. life, because not only... Yeah. Not to jump the gun, but uh-huh. the relationship ending, you're also going to be moving yeah. to the opposite coast, mm-hmm. which I'm excited about. But <laughs> that's a selfish, it's a, it's a selfish comment. <laughs> Has nothing to do with this relationship because I didn't even know that was part of it. <laughs> but um, you'd be moving regardless. But right. it definitely is an attribution to the reason is you know ending the relationship that was you know part of your reason of living here. That's part of anyone's reason living right. anywhere is a significant other. But yeah. so yeah, I was just excited about that, but. You know, you had told me and broke this news to me, you know, moments ago when we were just catching up. And yeah. I said, oh, my gosh, I had no idea. And you're like, no, but it's it's really good. And mm-hmm. and then we joked and we laughed. But that doesn't make it any easier. Right. You know, even, if, <laughs> even if it's a mutual, really nice, quote unquote, breakup, it's still you're about to move across country. You're mm-hmm. about you just culminated this bond that you have with somebody. And significant others are so unique in that way where friendships can be as deep, but it's mm-hmm. almost like not eh, every friendship different, but it's usually yeah. not as toxic to stay in somewhat contact where yeah. like every significant other is kind of have its own dynamic of how much mm-hmm. you can still relate to one another, yeah. same connection. So in theory, if you have no connection with them moving forward and you're also moving coastally, like by coastally, that is such a shattering of your foundation. Yeah. Like, even though it's exciting, mm-hmm. you're on that next step of the Matterhorn yeah, and yodeling exactly. up the hill and you're like, okay, now I have to build this whole level out again, mm-hmm. you know, and start yeah. fresh, which there's so many complex emotions when we end something that that births a new beginning. Mm-hmm. And there's so many emotions of coexisting energies and I think it's a lot for our brains to try to digest because we're such complex creatures to yeah. know, oh, it's okay to feel super excited and anxious in the good sense of the word, giddy, mm-hmm. yeah. also feeling devastated, also feeling a little bit empty, yeah. also feeling unsettled, unsettled mm-hmm. you know, like all those things can always coexist. And I said, I think especially the older we get, we are so much more clung to our close connections with people because mm-hmm. they become fewer and far between as yeah. we socialize less as we get older, just naturally by default. Mm-hmm. That that is just like, oh, it's, it's it's a lot to just like, even if it ended great, like it still yeah. is in definition a loss, which is a lot to process. It is, it is. Um, especially because like, just to wrap up the earlier point is that like, it didn't, it wasn't that I now hate this person. I still no, love you in the same so capacity. We were like yeah. in the best place we had ever been. Um, but there was just so much lag from earlier that it was like, okay, we can't even receive what we're giving each other right now. Um, and we're not bringing the best out of each other this, at this moment. Um, mm. So that's what made it hard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like that foundation of you're still my best friend. You're still the first person who comes to mind habitually anything happens in my yes. life good bad ugly mundane yes. like, <laughs> that's, that's your habitual person to go to exactly yeah. so to you know lose that connection with someone you know is hard yeah. um and you know like i said we've continued the lines of communication even beyond the breakup to where it's like we don't want to leave anything unsaid mm. and it's like hey like I was thinking about something because if something comes up later, like I'm yeah. in the shower, I thought of something I should have said. You no, know yeah, I mean? exactly, like, exactly. I'm having these thoughts going to bed. Like that's so beautiful mm-hmm. to be able to 
have that open flow of communication and like there's no like end 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 but there's also no like continual 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 exactly. the motive is not exactly. to like keep them on the line it's no, just to be exactly. able to communicate is that we can communicate and we can both because it's still very new and it's like we can both heal from this situation so that if ever we want to in- engage each other again even on a platonic level like we don't have to worry about the residual still carrying with us and like still having those resentment. Like, no, I want to like talk about everything. I want you to talk to me about everything. So like we can heal from this moment and we can walk away like better. Yes. You know, I'm like, leave the lid off the bottle. Let it out. Exactly. Like, let it air. Exactly. You know and it's like, mean? it's not even like it was like a bad thing. It was no. just kind of like, <laughs> but you never I love PB and J. You hate it. Now, like <laughs> I can't have PB and J's no more. Like, damn. <laughs> and you think it don't matter red flags look like green flags when you're having a good time and so you really want that damn pb and j you like shit <laughs> damn like forever i can't never have one okay <laughs> maybe the pb and j communication was bottled Listen, screaming. when it's a billion little things like that, it, you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> it adds Hold up. On. Um, and I, I love you enough to not eat it, but it's like. It's really re- it's it's really wearing. Yeah, it, it starts to wear on you in those kind of ways. And it, like, it shows up in ways that you don't even know is showing up. And I'm like, hey, I'm sorry I acted this way in this situation. It was probably propelled by feelings of something completely random and <laughs> of different. Of you not liking <laughs> fucking peanut butter and jelly together. Right. <laughs> How do you feel I about don't that? eat PB&Js, by the way. <laughs> I will though. I don't. <laughs> this being the explanation and taking it so far, I'm fucking dead. Red flags look like green flags when you're having a good well, you're time. You're having a good time. I'm like, is that a Drake lyric? <laughs> like, I don't know. It, it might like not. It, it might be. It gives. I'm like, give him the royalties now. But I would take the bag. Like, <laughs> and I'm not mad. I'm literally like, you are the peanut butter in my jelly, and that's how we're gonna wrap this. That's up. How we're gonna and wrap. I'm obsessed with you. Your soul is even more beautiful than you outside, and I don't know how that's possible. Because like, the bar. Stop. That's you. <laughs> Can I add one more thing, though? Of course. Oh my god, we're not done. Go. Oh, my bad, my bad. Yes. <laughs> yes. The gun. Um, <laughs> it's kind of going back to what you said about like shattering your foundation, yeah. and I feel like during this time, I've been trying like to pick up the pieces of who I thought I was before. You know, the resentment and the relationship and all those things. Like I feel like after a certain while, I was starting to lose like who I thought I was. Yeah. Um, and one of my friends posted on social media, um, Ellie Luna, she's really great. Yeah. Beauty contact. But Shout she also out. be dropping dimes. Thank you. And she was like, you know, after you go through something difficult and you feel like, wow, I miss the old me. Mm. And I was like, yeah, I do miss the old me. But then she shook it up. She was like, That's that also you. means like you weren't meant to be that person forever. And that really was like shook me to the core. Just like oh like that's true like if i'm the kind of person who believes in always growing and evolving evolving, like i can't look back to who i was six months ago yesterday two years ago anything um and expect to get where i want to go and to be you know the best person that i can be so it just reminded me that like what i went through in that relationship it was beautiful um and it was hard but it was also just very necessary Mm -hmm. um to get me to who I want to be in the world, to get me to who I am now. And I'm happy yeah. with who I am, even with, like, you know, the sadness right. and, like, being in a place where, like, the 
rug just got swept up yep, under me. Yep, I'm yep. about to move across yes, the, the country. country to, you know, a whole... And then it's like, I'm leaving New York and I love New York. Right, and because that, that's a part of your identity as well. It is. Yeah. You know, I have a great community here. I love the city. Um, but it just I just feel like I want to change and I want to try something new. And I'm just like, you know what? It just feels like divine timing that yeah. things are lining up in this way. And instead of always feeling like I need to be in control of everything, I'm just going to let the universe take the wheel and like gravitate towards like where I need to gravitate and be who I'm supposed to be, you know, who that's going to be tomorrow. I don't know. That's so, Who's so that exciting. Who's going to be in six months? I don't know. Yes. I could be a completely different, different person. person. Could you imagine? <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, like you actually started out to be Drake. I'm like, <laughs> I like champagne poppies, your handle. Uh, no, but you dropped so many good points. And it's so serendipitous that today, another friend of mine, Vernon, who's also been on the podcast, posts a lot of Young Pueblo um, quotes and thoughts. Yeah. And one of them resonated with me today and I reposted it. And it was literally about how the more self-awareness you have, like you will focus less and be attached less to who you were even yesterday. Mm -hmm. Something along these lines, I'm ad-libbing, but like the more self-awareness you have, like you will always realize that that past conditioning has helped you to become where you are now, but it's also not you anymore. Exactly. And that growth is literally something to always be aware of and Mm -hmm. acknowledging. And that's literally you. Like you're about to like go through a growth spurt of re-identifying yourself, losing the identification of, oh, you still are a New Yorker, you're not losing it, but it's yeah. like, okay, now you're gonna be an LA person, yeah. now you're gonna be a single person, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, these are all new labels, titles, whatever, but even even if no one even knew those things about you, like even mm-hmm. if someone saw you in LA, they'd be like, oh, that could be a tourist, that could be a local, it could be to anyone, right. you know that your identities are changing and shifting every single day. And that's like a lot of weight for just one person to carry is like, but that's kind of what makes it cool at the same time. Like, especially being in New York, even looking Mm -hmm. out the window right now, it's like all these little lives are whizzing by exactly, and they could all be going through these transformative experiences minorly, Mm -hmm. like me day to day. Like I'm not really going through such a transformative experience right now in my life, but you are and it's like you just never know what someone's going through and in everyone's transformations could always be at the peak of their i mean there was a day where you like had the breakup like Mm -hmm. the state of your mind in that day if someone was to pass you would be totally different than the state of mind that you have right now and it will continue to change every day ebbs and flows so you just never know where you're meeting someone at yeah and i just think there's so much to be said about just respecting humans in that way Mm because we're all so fragile and like so there will be days where you're so excited and so okay with where you're at and there'll mm-hmm. be days where you're just really sad and that's okay yeah. and that's so i just want people to know that that's mm-hmm. so normal and okay yeah. regardless if you're moving regardless if you're going through a breakup exactly those can all have different severities and baromic levels in your emotions and systems yeah, you know exactly yeah and even like what you mentioned about you know how the people we associate ourselves with the places that we live become a part of our identities i almost don't want to feel Tie, I don't want my identity to feel tied down to these places. Yeah. And though, like, That's why you feel the gut instinct that you're ready for a change. You're exactly. Like, you're like, I'm actually okay and at peace with that. Yeah. Even though it's going to be hard, I'm okay, I'm excited no, for I'm that. No, I'm going to cry on the plane <laughs> over. Actually, I'm driving, but I'm going to cry that whole ass right out there. I'm like, all the way to me in Arizona. Tell you. <laughs> yes. Tell you. Yes. I'm going to laugh. I'm going to cry. I'm yes. going to do all the things. I'm listening to Renaissance. Yes. <laughs> on loop. On loop. Yes. Um. But yeah, it's like, 
this was a great experience living in New York and being in that relationship. Um, but all good things come to an end. And yeah. I'm like grateful that it happened, but I'm ready for like new adventures. So excited. And this next adventure is just going to be the adventure before the next adventure. Exactly. And, like, yeah. The next one. So, yes. you know, it's, it's so beautiful. And it's also, it puts like who you are to the test. Yeah. And it, I feel like throughout this, I'm going to learn so much more about myself and mm-hmm. who I am. And it's crazy how like, I know more about me than anyone else, and I'm still like, who? That's what I'm saying. (laughs) That could be a whole episode in and of itself. And I I kind of touched on it before, too, like very minorly with my friend Hans in that episode. But it's like there's someone inside all of us that no one will ever know. Yeah. Um, So that's the parts that we're even aware of. Like, you know, like even if I talked nonstop for one person, like back and forth our entire life, if we just sat in these chairs in our whole life, we exchanged all of our thoughts Mm -hmm. and experiences. Yep you still would never know what it's like to live in my life and I would never know what it's like to live in yours. Like we can only relate as deeply as we're willing to share. Exactly. Or as deep as we are capable of sharing. Yes. Or communicating. Or even knowing ourselves. Yeah. Exactly. Like do I even know myself anymore? (laughs) Yes. So I think there's so much beauty in that is, is just being able to go through these experiences and be excited but also know that that's ever evolving and we're still always on a journey of self-discovery. Yeah. And maybe a different change of scenery, a different change of pace, a different partner will like Mm -hmm. bring out those new sides of us. But I think it's so exciting to just know that there's so much we still don't know. And it's going to bring out growth within you that you don't even know exists. That's what growth is, is it's bringing out Mm -hmm. parts of your maturity, your reactions, your lack of attachments, your reluctancies, all things you don't even know yeah. that are possible because you haven't yet experienced them and you yeah. haven't been in those situations before. Like even if exactly. someone like me, like are you who have moved before in life, it's not like mm-hmm. this is the first move of your life. Right. So you kind of know what to expect. Yeah. But at the same time, you're a whole different person than last time that happened because exactly. of the experiences that have led up to now. Mm-hmm. So then it's also going to be still so it's new whole, in so right. many ways. <laughs> yes. It's so beautiful. Yeah, it is, you know. Well, what we can do is wrap up this beautiful exciting new catalyst i'm like pulling the string back on the like slingshot i'm pulling the string back on the slingshot and you're about to launch into this new life yes so that was a beautiful recap of the episode but i gotta ask you our favorite wrap-up questions yes yes, Yes. okay so kale Mm -hmm. what do you think your superpower is um, I think my superpower is the ability to bring good people together mm-hmm. and to build community and to create spaces where people feel welcome and loved and invited. Um, and that's like kind of like, at least right now in my life, um, what I feel like my mission is here yes. is to like foster those environments where, you know, people can love each other freely and just be themselves and know that like you can show all of yourself that you don't even know. And, you know, I'm gonna still be there be accepted. and the people, yeah. Be, yeah, you'll be accepted and loved and like, you know, praised for those things. So I feel like that is what I have to give the world. Mm. I do that mostly through food. Yes. Um, but if I had to pick a superpower, that would be it. Yeah. Um, and also the thing that brings me the most joy. Oh, that is so beautiful. <laughs> Literally you fostering the art of human connection. Like yes. you are the artist behind that. And you love to create in your artistical way through food as the channel and just being yourself, food aside, mm-hmm. is yeah. your channel just to be able to bring people together that are like minded and have a space of community and wholeness yeah. and you know, comfort mm-hmm. and authenticity. I love that so much. Oh, it's yeah. so beautiful. Thank you. And then lastly, what does Kale like to do to stay grounded? You know, I 
whatever that means to you. <laughs> I, I think it goes back to, you know, cooking. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things that when I'm in the kitchen, it feels like a dance. Mm. I've like shut off my mind and I'm just letting my body move to the places it needs to go and do the things that it needs to do. Mm. And it's an opportunity for me to really unwind and create something and be in the moment. And most times I'm cooking and I'm going to eventually share it with the ones that I love so I'm like I'm putting so much love and intention into it but it's also something that is like muscle memory yeah it's It's almost like you're on autopilot I feel like it's like I'm on autopilot I'm just like it like I said it's just like a dance and I'm just like flowing Uh through the room and just putting so much of myself into something to you know nourish someone else um so I think that's something that I definitely do just to kind of stay grounded and to I dare I say it makes you feel meditative it is right very, like it it's, is. it's movement mm-hmm. it's very meditative, meditative. Uh-huh. yeah exactly because you know it, it's almost like nothing else is happening you fall into in the groove moment. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. that's so beautiful <laughs> yeah. I'm like oh, I love to just this hear people like, talk about me away. yes <laughs> I'm like little take ratatouille me away. <laughs> just <Yes>. on autopilot <laughs> Oh, that's so beautiful. Oh, you're just so well-intentioned. It's such a joy to be around. I already can't wait to have you back because... I'm ready to be back, too. I'm ready to talk about shit next time. Yes. This this is actually feeling like a manifestation to where we're going to need a recap and check in on Kale where his new life is. And see how he is. You know, we want to keep up with Kale. Keeping up with Kale. Keeping up with Kale. Okay. We're going to have a series. Yes. I'm like, like, this episode featuring Kale, number one. (laughs) We'll get through the whole memento together, and I can't wait. I want us to start doing album reviews. Honestly. (laughs) Exotic snack taste test. Come on. There's so many avenues we can take this. I'm like, we did a soju tasting on one of my episodes with my friend Sam. So, Uh. like anything as possible at this point yes. so i can't wait to have you back and thank you so much for coming of course in beautiful new york and we're gonna about to have go about share a beautiful meal Already. together yes. <laughs> so we'll, we'll uh, see you guys later yes thank can i just so want to say i just want to say thank yes. you so much for even having me on the show like uh, i always wanted to be a guest even when you tell me about this idea i'm like yes i want to chop it up yes. but also just because like i love the mission of this you know this show and the conversations that are had because they're just yes. like enriching people and like letting people have the opportunity to like express who they are and like how you know how they walk through this earth and i just think it's really great that you're like creating this platform for that and it just like it's just such good well-intentioned work that like makes the world better and it's just like a privilege to be sitting here talking to you and having this conversation because like what like my friend is out here changing the world (laughs) What? <laughs> the what? Oh my god! I'm like, so are you? That's why you're my friend. Like we've exactly. we've drawn each other into each other's lives. Yes, and we're here to stay. And I so so appreciate you saying those things because yeah. all I want to do is give of service of people to be able to hear yeah. what other people are going through and know that they're not alone. Yeah. Just like you, you know, it's like mm-hmm. we're all going through this. Exactly. We are all doing our very best, exactly. and we all can feel like heard and seen despite eavesdropping on other people connecting and sometimes, right. sometimes it's nice just to listen and not have to talk so it is it is that's what makes me so i want to give people that relief in that space exactly so. and see how other people handle situations yes. that like you've gone through and it's like huh give me that, that wisdom that's a whole new perspective yeah or like you're saying everything that i thought my partner would have said so yes. now i have more insight to maybe who that person yes <laughs> and like be careful who you make pb and j's around okay <laughs> Pants the camera. <laughs> Looks directly into <laughs> Looks directly into your soul. Oh my gosh. No, I no. love you. Let's go enjoy our meal. Our yes. love language. Already? Are we late? No. Oh. We're good. Turn up. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye.
Thanks for listening to this episode of You're Grounded. Make sure to share this episode if it resonated with you and rate this podcast on whatever streaming platform you like to listen from. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. All social platforms are titled Your Grounded Pod. Until next time, stay grounded.